millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, friends, and as always, welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. Thank you very much to Doug Simey for getting the gold pill action started over there on the foxhole. Really, really appreciate you guys dropping a cookie. Thank you, buddy. Thank you to everyone who's here, hanging out in the chat, keeping it comfy. You know, there has been a lot of news that dropped throughout the day. We're going to be talking about a exposure of a massive pedophile network at Facebook and Instagram. We're also going to be talking about the explosion at that dam in Ukraine. I've got some on-the-scene video footage. We're going to watch elements of the Biden regime squirm at the idea that Russia didn't do this. And even more of course, Christopher Ray might be heading to the D.C. Gulag. President Trump trolling possible Republican contenders. More leaks coming out of the special counsel's investigation. And rumors of former Trump staffers turning state's evidence. We're going to talk about this and more. So do me a favor. Sit back, relax, grab your popcorn. We're going to be right back after this. Just as King Charles III of Britain has a crown with the timeless wealth of gold, you too can enrich your future with the enduring value of a gold IRA. Like those precious crowns, a gold IRA doesn't tarnish over time, and it certainly shines brighter in economic turmoil. You see, it's a hedge against inflation and stability in volatile markets. And this month, the first quarter-ounce gold standard bullion coin ever issued with Charles III's image can be yours with your own qualifying gold IRA or 401k rollover of $50,000 or higher. You 
just can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. So hurry up and head to my special website, redpill78gold.com, to secure your wealth. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Good afternoon. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, Real Red Pill Fiance, letting everybody know that you can now donate on Rumble on your phone, I believe, through the app. Also, just interestingly enough, if you join as a member over there on Rumble, 100% of that revenue actually goes to the creators, whether it's me or anybody else that you're watching over there. Um, and uh, that's obviously a very good thing for uh, people in my position. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for hanging out with us today. Uh, as I always say, sit back, relax, grab your popcorn. Someone sent me an email yesterday, someone who enjoys the show, uh, but they said, I just want you to know I'm not having a good time right now. And uh, every time I say that, I am referring specifically to the program I'm about to put on for you guys, because I put a lot of thought into this stuff. I try to find uh, the most important and relevant stories that will be relevant to you, uh, help us to expose the corruption and the evil that is entrenched in our government and throughout our institutions throughout this country and the world. Uh, And more than anything else, I want us to be able to feel a sense of community. You know, at the end of this uh, nightmare scenario that we're currently living through, it's my hope that we're going to look back. We're going to say, thank God we had each other, because if it was just me standing alone against this evil and corrupt system, I don't know that I could do it. But I only am able to do it course, with the help of God and the strength that you guys provide me out there in the audience. And I hope that I, too, can be a sense of strength for you as well. So thank you very, very much. Let's get right into the top stories of the day. And let me also just say thank you to Just Duckies for dropping a cookie over there on the foxhole. So let us begin. Here we are. So this was actually sent to me by a viewer Furries Baseball, and at first I didn't know if they were trolling me or not because, of course, the name Furries, it's actually Fury, uh, Fury's Baseball, but it says Furry in the at, so I saw that first, but then I, I came to realize that uh, it was just a, a clever name and they were probably looking for a way to, to get in the idea of what they were hoping to convey. So you may be aware that right now the entire north of Canada, uh, maybe not the north, the north of North America which would be the nation of Canada, is currently engulfed in fires all across the nation. And, of course, this is being billed by the mainstream media and uh, the hacks in the climate change community as a proof positive of climate change. All of a sudden, climate change is starting fires all over the place. We can go back a couple of years. We can look at the wildfires in California. At that time, they were trying to tell everybody that it was the fault of climate change as well. Of course, they carefully neglected to tell anyone that they had quietly canceled their forestry management programs several years earlier so that the vast forests that cover the large state of California uh, would suddenly at a certain point, get to the perfect spot where they could just combust and that fire would uh, would spread like wildfire. If there's any firemen out there, if there's any forestry workers out there, you guys know what I'm talking about. You have to clear the brush and sometimes you have to do controlled burns. Now, what I'm about to show you is a video that Fury's Baseball uh, was able to capture off of Twitter. I don't know if it's still there because I didn't actually get the link to this exact story. But Bloomberg showed footage of what appears to be a helicopter in Canada 
uh, rather than dropping fire retardant, actually dropping additional fires. Um, you know, I understand that there is such a thing as controlled burns, um, but I'm not really certain that's exactly what's happening here. It looks almost as if the people who are alleging to fight the fires, i.e. the Canadian government and their global uh, agenda, uh, they're actually starting these fires, which are in turn spreading and then causing havoc all across the world. Right now, New York apparently looks like Beijing, China at 9 a.m. in, in uh, rush hour. Uh, apparently, you can't go outside because it's just black and uh, and gross. But take a look. And, and if anybody out there in the chat has any insight into this video, I would be interested to know what you guys think they might be doing because it looks to me like they're spreading fires. That looks uh, that looks like it's a, like a drone with, with a, a, a flamethrower on it and they're spreading fire all over the place. Um, no, Val, they were not normal forest fires there in California. They were forest fires uh, that had been fed by years worth of mismanagement of those fires. Now, normally a fire would break out and all of that brush and debris in the forests would have already been cleared by the forestry service. Um, but when they neglected to do that, it set what were the perfect conditions to allow for those fires to just boom, spread everywhere. And then they get hot enough and they just become like self-propagating. And then, of course, we have the lasers and uh, the Antifa goons that were setting fires all over the place. <clears throat> so let me take a low a look over here. Um Yes. Uh, Truckles says, I believe these are dues. It very possibly could be dues. I'm actually waiting to see if anybody finds any video of that or any pictures. Uh, Mad1990 says, didn't they do this years ago when the police went into the evacuated homes and took the guns? Mm, wow, I'm not certain. Yeah, the California government fires or the California fires were also government arson. Yeah, th there was nothing natural about those fires. And I think really at the end of the day, I, I feel comfortable saying that there's probably nothing natural about the fires that are currently raging across Canada. So be uh, careful. Keep a, keep a watchful eye out if you live uh, near that northern border uh, and see, are they going to try to spread those fires to the uh, the, the south of North America? They're going to spread it down here into uh, the uh, the United States of America. Uh, hopefully not. Um, but uh, any any insight that someone might be able to offer about this, I would love to hear it because this just does not seem right to me doesn't seem right, you know? I mean, you would expect for them to be coming through with, I don't know, say, uh, big planes filled with fire retardant, or maybe they would be squirting foam or water or something. They wouldn't be coming through with a, um, a flamethrower, flamethrower, just dropping flames all over the place. I mean, that forest doesn't look like it's a super high risk. I mean, it's not dry. I mean, it's green. You know, there's life in there. Uh, and if you take a look back there, you can see, I mean, the fires are just raging. So if this was some type of fire mitigation strategy, um, you might expect that they would be trying to set a border to stop it from going any farther. And and I just I just don't feel that's what's happening here. So, uh, yes, anybody else, please let me know. And uh, well, somebody said something about the high speed rail. They were also along the path of the planned high speed rail. Yes. And incidentally enough, that planned high speed rail has now been completely forgotten. Billions of dollars just uh, sucked up into nothingness. All right. So 
Remember, I reported yesterday on the uh, strange explosion that took place at the uh, don't the, the excuse me, the Russian controlled dam inside Ukraine. Now, this is a, an area where ethnic Russians live. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, it it eventually would end up being under the auspices of the Russian Federation once this Russia-Ukrainian war, the, the proxy war with the United States, is to end. Uh, so it makes very little sense that the Russian government themselves would blow up a dam that they controlled that would end up flooding the homes of people who are ethnically Russian. The, the only reason that the Russian army is inside the borders of Ukraine, the internationally recognized borders of Ukraine. But I just wanted to show you guys uh, what's going on there because it's a tragic thing. You've got, uh, look at all of these homes completely underwater. You've got people riding boats through the streets. I mean, this is like after a hurricane here in Florida, uh, except the water's got no place else to go. Uh, when a dam is built, they have to create a channel around the natural riverbed, or, or at least the area where they're going to be laying the foundation. And uh, I'm not certain if those uh, the, those natural, or excuse me, those uh, man-made channels are uh, are filled up afterwards. But I mean, it's going to be another tremendous feat of engineering for them uh, to be able to rebuild this dam uh, and and give these people their lives back. Even if they do rebuild it, by the time they get to it, how many of these houses will be any good? Uh, now, here is another video. This one is a bit of a tearjerker. It shows some uh, uh, Ukrainians or some ethnic Russians and uh, uh, a man saving his dog from his flooded home. Really sad stuff. But he's a good boy and he gets out. Good boy. Good boy. But where are these people going to go? You know? Look at that. Saving all the dogs in the neighborhood. So uh, I saw someone in the chat um, said, oh, look at this here. Here's a house actually just collapsing. That person's house is totally gone. I mean, all of these homes are fairly old. I mean, they look to be at least 70 years old, if not older. I, I wouldn't be you know, surprised at that at all. Um, but uh, yes, when when the war began, uh, the Ukrainian regime proved from the outset that they were willing to destroy the homes, the property, the uh, infrastructure of the Ukrainian people uh, if it meant that they could use them to shield themselves from the fighting that would be coming from external sources. Now, as far as I'm aware, all of the destruction that we're seeing here, like on these big infrastructure projects, uh, the uh, the only one that I know of to be Russian-caused was when they took out a power plant in an area that was uh, being controlled by the Ukrainians. Uh, certainly, uh, Ukrainians, along with United States interests, took out the Nord Stream pipeline. I think it's a foregone conclusion that the same can be said for the Crimean Bridge. Uh, now we have this major dam, which doesn't do anything to cripple uh, the 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 I, I guess the 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 plans of the Ukrainians. I mean, it cripples the people that Russia 
openly said they were coming in to protect from the outset. So I think it's a lot more likely that it was actually the Ukrainians that did it. Now, <clears throat> I'm not alone in believing this. Uh, a, a, a White House press pool reporter today actually asked John Kirby uh, about the United States assertion that it was actually Russia who had blown up this dam. Now, Russia has publicly said, hey, it wasn't us. It was actually the Ukrainians. They were trying to shell us because we controlled that area. That makes a lot of sense. You know, war is hell. This is what happens. But uh, we had this reporter who confronted John Kirby. You can see from John Kirby's face, he was very uncomfortable about being uh, having any type of conflict at all in specific in uh, in regards to, to this subject. Uh, and uh, the reporter said it doesn't seem logical. It's similar to blowing up one's own pipeline. You got to love it. Let's go ahead and uh, watch the clip. Here's a close up on John Kirby's face. The man is not having a good day. Does it seem believable to you that Russia would destroy a dam and flood ethnic Russian villages and cut off all water supply to uh, Crimea? I mean, that doesn't. Ooh, that's an even better point. She said, "Does it seem logical to you that Russian forces would blow up infrastructure that was controlled by Russia and that supplied water to Crimea, which is, of course, a Russian-controlled territory?" Uh, Let me go ahead and turn up the volume here so that we can get uh, a good beat on this once more. Does it seem believable to you that uh, Russia would destroy a dam and flood ethnic Russian villages and cut off a water supply to uh, Crimea? I mean, that doesn't seem logical. It seems about as logical as blowing up one's own pipeline, doesn't it? We've come to no conclusions on this. We're working. Yeah. Yeah, it seems about as logical as blowing up one's own pipeline. That, we, what a ridiculous assertion coming from the international community, the United States, Ukraine, anybody who would have us believe that Russia would blow up a multi-billion dollar infrastructure project, something that was going to sustain them for the next 200 years, maybe longer. I mean... And not only that, but I mean, they, they screwed over a good portion of, uh, the, uh, the continent of Europe. Uh, they completely destroyed the economies of France and, uh, Germany. I mean, those people no longer have access to cheap, uh, fossil fuels or natural gas, as it were. Uh, now, in the case of John Kirby, he is, of course, one of the many spokespeople for the White House. He's the National Security Council spokesman. Uh, and John Kirby is what I like to say the official liar for the White House and for the United States government. Uh, here is another clip. And let me see here. I want to see if it has anything different here, or is it? Russia would destroy a dam and flood ethnic Russian villages and cut off no. the water supply too. All right, it, it is the same clip, just from a uh, a different a different angle. Uh, you know, obviously, I don't think anybody's buying the idea that Russia would destroy their own infrastructure. Um, in, in it's a move that defies logic. And you don't have to be a master tactician or, uh, you know, a soldier or a, a general to be able to look at that scenario and recognize that it only benefits a couple of individuals. It's going to benefit Ukraine, the country of Ukraine being run by Zelensky, certainly not those people that uh, live in that area, in that basin. 
and then it's going to benefit the United States of America. So now instead of being able to send uh, fighters and soldiers to be able to fend off that long-awaited Ukrainian offensive, which has actually begun, and we're going to talk about that one here in just a moment, uh, they're going to have to send all of their resources to now fix this dam so that these people who are embroiled in a humanitarian crisis that is 10 times worse than what they were in before uh, so that they can go back to their homes and so that Russia is not going to be forced to take care of all of these people. Uh, here is the information about that offensive. Uh, we all know that Russia is uh, essentially stomping the government of Ukraine into oblivion. Uh, the only thing that I think may be good about this offensive is that perhaps it might hasten the end of this war. Uh, and then the real question becomes, what does the international community do once Russia has full control over the entire nation of Ukraine? You know, I mean, at that point, uh, I think we're going to be even closer, like we're one to five minutes away from that doomsday clock striking midnight right now. Uh, but with this offensive, Ukraine is hoping to come on in and uh, liberate their nation from what is essentially a, a much larger uh, more sophisticated and better armed military force. Now, Ukraine might have uh, American weapons. They they might have missiles. They they might have uh, Humvees or whatever it is, amphibious vehicles, anything coming from the United States of America. Uh, but they have not been able to gain any ground. Russia just keeps moving further and further inland. And I think it's only a matter of time before Ukraine is going to have to lay down whatever weapons they have left because they're going to run out of bodies. They're going to run out of able-bodied young men who are going to be able to go to that front line. You know, at a certain point, uh, they're going to be calling on elderly. They're going to be calling on women. They might even be doing that right now. I've seen some pictures of uh, some some chicks in Ukraine that are geared up and getting out there to fight. Uh, but yeah, here's just uh, a bit of a tongue-in-cheek look at the various actions that have taken place. The Russians blew up their own Nord Stream pipeline. The Kremlin ordered a drone strike on the Kremlin. And Russia blew up the Nova Kokova Dam to destroy the defenses they had spent over half a year building and deny water supplies to Crimea. Sure, sounds legit. Uh, yeah, I'm not buying it. I don't think anybody else is buying it either. So uh, as it uh, as the days wear on, people continue to die. And that's uh, unforgivable as far as I'm concerned. There is only one victor at the end of the day here, and it is the military industrial complex. It is the friends, donors, and lobbyists who support people like Joe Biden and other war hawks in Washington, D.C., Lindsey Graham being chief among them. Lindsey and Joe are strange bedfellows, but they are bedfellows nonetheless. All right, so we got to talk about the FBI and their continued refusal to hand over the information about Joe Biden and uh, the hang on a second. There was a follow up to this. I got to make sure that I've got it. Here we go. Uh, their refusal to hand over those various unclassified documents which have specific claims coming from a very trusted source, a confidential human source that had been giving information to the FBI since the Obama administration and perhaps before that in regards to a Biden criminal bribery scheme and the investigation that 
supposedly has been going on since these claims were made. Uh, so the whole thing has revolved around Christopher Ray playing this cat and mouse game. He, he said that they couldn't find the documents. They don't have the documents. And then eventually he said that they found them, but they wouldn't give them to them. And they had to come in and they had to see them. Well, of course, Comer said, you got to give me these documents. I've got to take them to Congress. It is my responsibility. And it's not just to this body. It's the responsibility that I have to the people of the United States of America. We need everyone to understand that a in an illegal resident is living inside the White House, a man who not only stole the American dream, a man who not only stole the American electoral process, but a man who has used this great nation as what is essentially a piggy bank, a giant multi-decade grift, which has allowed he and his family to get fat off the backs of Americans. I want to tell you guys a story. So hold on a second, honey. Stop reading the chat and listen. Oh, okay. Um, yes. So here is here is the other thing. Here is the other thing about it. Um, so while Joe Biden and the Biden crime family have been siphoning money off of the United States budget, getting bribes from foreign dignitaries and businessmen and other nations that were potentially uh, adversaries with. They have been increasing the cost of everything here in the United States of America by raising inflation, by continuing to spend more and more money and continuing to devalue the American dollar. And then at the same time that that's happening, low-level criminals out here in the real world are taking advantage of the tremendous waste and grift that is embedded within the United States budget. So we've got those military industrial contractors. We've got people who are uh, putting in bids for supplies to sell to the American government. We've got all kinds of grifters out here that are taking advantage of this situation. Case in point, down here in Florida, we had a big problem with people going in, uh, offering to do roofing jobs for people, uh, getting the insurance company to write a check for some obscene amount. Like, I, I it shouldn't cost more than like $30,000 for a roof. That's a lot. OK, but like, you know, that's the last time I priced it out. They were pricing out roofs like 80 to one hundred and twenty thousand dollars down here, maybe more. And I guess maybe some people have bigger houses than I'm used to having. But they essentially robbed the insurance companies. And then, of course, we had a massive hurricane and we had a bunch of property damage down here. And then more people needed work done on their homes. Well, as a result of that, insurance companies have just start, have just started dropping people from their homeowner's insurance policy. I told you about six months ago, they raised my my car insurance uh, prices by like $500 every six months, $1,000 a year. I can't afford that. So I went to another insurance company and they locked me into a certain price. And then once I signed the paperwork, they raised the price on me and I was <laughs> I was able to still save more than I would have off of the original policy, but it was it was pennies on the dollar. It was a minimal amount. Well, today I get a notification from my insurance company, the car insurance company, and they did it again, another one. They did a $500 increase every six months. So I called them and I said, hey, what's going on? I don't have any uh, accidents. I don't have any tickets. I haven't uh, done anything. You know, I mean, why are you raising my rates? And they said, oh, it's everybody. We're just raising it on everybody all over the entire state because everything costs more, because durable goods cost more, because office supplies cost more, because essentially money is worthless now. 
The reason we're in that position that we are, the reason that everything costs more money than it should, and the reason that the American taxpayer is being bled dry from every possible freaking direction is because of criminal actors like Joe Biden who have used the United States of America as a personal, uh, personal, a personal wealth gathering tool, a means by which they can enrich themselves, their families, their donors, and lobbyists. And it is incumbent upon the Federal Bureau of Investigation to reveal this information because the American people deserve to know just exactly what these claims against Joe Biden have been. And we deserve to have full exposure for the hypocrisy that the FBI has been engaged in for years, going after President Trump, again, spending many millions of dollars, millions of dollars that did not need to be spent, while at the same time, they have credible information about a bribery scheme that Joe Biden, at that time, Vice President of the United States of America, now the President of the United States of America, was engaged in. It was credible information. So Christopher Wray does not want to give up these uh, documents. They are unclassified. There's no reason that they shouldn't give them up. They have subpoena power there in Congress. And as a result, James Comer has said that they are now going to begin the actual process of holding Ray in contempt of Congress. Uh, so if the FBI, if Christopher Ray does not hand over these documents, then there is a distinct possibility that James Comer can have Christopher Ray locked up, throw him in the D.C. gulag, the same D.C. gulag that January 6th defendants have been rotting in for going on three years now. And maybe Christopher Ray needs to get a little taste of what the American people are being forced to endure. Uh, because as it stands right now, they exist in their ivory tower in Washington, D.C. And uh, all of these problems that we plebs have to deal with, they don't have to be touched by any of that stuff. Your insurance goes up a couple of hundred bucks. It's no big deal. The government's probably paying for it. Uh, food costs a little bit more. No problem. Just expense it on my congressional credit card. Uh, we're now having to pay more for property taxes. It's no big deal. I got a deal with a Ukrainian businessman who's going to pay me $5 million so that we don't have to worry about a damn thing. That's exactly what Joe Biden and people like him in Washington, D.C. have done. Now, we have specific information about what those bribery allegations are, who made them, and what is contained in these FBI documents that Christopher Ray refuses, up until this point, to hand over to James Comer and to the Oversight Committee. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to talk about this and much, much more. Now, according to reports, a new cyber attack occurs every 39 seconds, and many of these attacks are on financial institutions like banks because cyber criminals have realized that's where the most valuable data is. And this is why I highly recommend Virtual Shield 1 to put your security in your hands. Virtual Shield 1 is an advanced identity protection suite that includes Virtual Shield's military-grade VPN with a strict no-log policy, $1 million in insurance, social security protection, dark web monitoring, and more. Virtual Shield now offers delete me capabilities to locate and help hide your information from search results and people's search websites. You can sign up today to get a 60 day risk-free trial of Virtual Shield 1, along with several free bonuses included completely free. Just simply go to the special website in the description of this video, virtualshield.com forward slash redpill78. Once again, that's virtualshield.com forward slash redpill78. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. 
Yeah, that's right. The resident in chief, Joseph Robinette Biden. So what is that new information about this key document that Christopher Wray and the FBI are refusing to produce at the hands of Congress who have delivered a subpoena to those clowns at the FBI. Well, uh, in a conversation with Just the News founder John Solomon, uh, James Comer was discussing these specific allegations that were made. It turns out it is, in fact, a business person from Ukraine who sent a substantial bribe to then Vice President Joe Biden. Who could that potentially be? Uh, It could very easily be anybody connected to Ukraine in terms of Burisma, uh, perhaps anyone that Joe Biden may have been involved with in any other business capacity. But I I tend to believe that it would have ended up being Burisma because there was this quid pro quo relationship that was happening uh, and it seemed to revolve around Burisma 99% of the time. That's the reason that prosecutor got fired because Joe Biden demanded it. I'm sure that there were other things. In fact, I remember reading about other favors that these Ukrainian businessmen asked the Biden family to engage in. Uh, This was uh, additional, excuse me, this was first presented to the FBI by that credible, highly trusted source that I mentioned earlier back in 2017. This was in the first era, the first portion of President Trump's term in office. Uh, And then, of course, during that time, Hunter Biden was enjoying that many, many, many perks that came with being an executive that you never had to go to work at Burisma. Somebody, Hunter Biden, who had never held any positions inside the energy industry, who had never even performed elements of his legal profession. Hunter Biden, of course, was a lawyer, but his full-time job appeared to be smoking crack, taking pictures of his dong in front of the mirror in seedy motel rooms with hookers in the background. That seems to be Hunter Biden's main gig. He had an OnlyFans account that he just never posted to, taking his own pictures and then leaving them on his laptop. Now, With Comer actually getting a chance to review these documents, that's how he can tell exactly who was involved in making these claims. When he asked the FBI to hand them over so that he could review it, of course, the FBI said no. They confirmed, though, that these unclassified documents, which allege this $5 million bribery scheme that Joe Biden was involved in, is, of course, coming from someone that they would otherwise normally believe. And if this was a claim that was being made against President Trump, you can only imagine how swiftly they would be to rush out file charges, and then arrest President Trump and put it all over CNN and MSDNC. So why is it important that these allegations involve Ukraine? I feel like a lot of people probably assumed it. You know, there's a couple of safe bets, either Ukraine, uh, China, Uh, Where else? We know that Joe Biden was doing business down in uh, Mexico. We know that he was in um, Kazakhstan. I mean, there's any number of uh, of places, but it's always been that Joe Biden had a very special relationship with the Ukrainian government. I mean, obviously, if you can walk into what is, uh, you know, essentially a Western European nation and demand that a special prosecutor who's investigating your son on charges of corruption, if you can just walk in and demand that person is uh, going to be let go. Well, then obviously you've got a little bit more cachet there than I think anywhere else. I would not be surprised if this $5 million is merely 
a drop in the bucket. It's merely the tip of the iceberg because the Bidens live a lavish lifestyle. When you are living in the type of uh, of over-the-top ostentatious life as Joe and Hunter and all of the Biden clan do, $5 million is not going to last a very long time. And let's be honest, uh, every single one of these Biden crime family members had their own private bank accounts where money was being laundered through. $5 million is just what a specific confidential human source went to the FBI and said, hey, I have firsthand information about this. So Comer said, I probably better punt on that question when asked about who the person actually was. He says the name was redacted, but he could have just said the name was redacted. I tend to believe that James Comer is well aware of who this could actually be. John Solomon thinks that it could have been Mikola Zlachevsky, who is a Ukrainian oligarch who had previously hired Hunter Biden to actually serve on the board of Burisma Holdings. But there were many other very, very rich and powerful Ukrainian oligarchs that were in the orbit of the Biden business sphere. So this $5 million is uh, simply just one of many different bribery schemes that Joe Biden was involved in. What I'm most excited for is to see if Congress is going to nut up or shut up. If Christopher Wray and the FBI don't want to play ball, then put them in the D.C. gulag. Christopher Ray, you know, I'm trusting Christopher Ray to be a slimy swamp rat at this point. And maybe in the future, I'll be wrong. But I feel like Ray has an opportunity right now to prove me wrong. And so far, he has decided not to do that. Let's go ahead and see what happens. But I want Christopher Ray locked up until that document is in the hands of Congress and published for the record so the American people can take a look with their own damn eyes. Let's take a look here now. Yes, we need Obama to get got to. I saw something interesting earlier, and I, I don't um, I don't disagree with it. Uh, someone had suggested that the feds, they're not protecting Joe Biden. They're really protecting Barack Obama. Well, of course, you know, I mean, the, those two guys are, are hand in glove. It's just that Joe Biden's at the end of his life. Barack Obama is going to be around to grift and thrift for many, many more decades if he is allowed to do so. Uh, I'm hoping that in some fashion, we're going to have the Obamas. We're going to have the Bidens. We're going to get all these people put away. Uh, it's not something that's going to happen in the next two years, probably, if I can be perfectly honest. Maybe Joe Biden will be forced to resign. Uh, perhaps his, his, the entirety of the rest of his presidency is going to be embroiled in scandal after scandal and investigation after investigation, very similarly to what they tried to do to President Trump. But he will not be an effective president. He hasn't been up until this point. And everything he's done has been dictated most likely by the Obamas. All right. So uh, it was announced this week that Mike Pence has thrown his hat in with a very crowded Republican ticket to see who might win in the primaries for the Republican nominee for president in 2024. President Trump is still at the top of that list. Mike Pence, eh, that's a that's a that's a no go for many, many people. Uh, Even if you believe that Mike Pence is uh, is a good dude. 
I just don't see Mike Pence as presidential material. He looked goofy on that uh, motorcycle wearing the leather jacket. Uh, and I just I don't I, I'm just I'm not behind a Mike Pence presidency. You know who else I'm not behind? Not really behind the uh, the, the the governor of North Dakota. Uh, I was having a conversation with somebody who knows a little bit about him earlier, and apparently he's a kind of Trump-like figure in that he wasn't a politician. He was a political outsider. He came in, he got the job, uh, and he's been okay, but certainly not presidential material. And look at this. Also, it looks like the mayor of Miami is uh, going to be running potentially as a Republican in this very crowded 2024 ticket. Uh, you know, he is really jumping the shark on this one. I mean, he is currently the mayor of Miami. You know, good for you. But like nobody outside of Miami knows who you are. Uh, yes, he is uh, Hispanic. <clears throat> I would assume that perhaps he's he's Cuban. Definitely, he's a Republican, and uh, he he appears to be a conservative, but I don't know. Miami's kind of a den of iniquity. I, I'm not so uh, comfortable with the idea of the mayor of Miami being the uh, the president of the United States. But long story short, I think he's jumping way ahead of himself. He's got to prove himself on the national stage. Even Ron DeSantis has barely done that, and he thinks he's going to go ahead and run. Well, Chris Christie is also now among those in that crowded Republican ticket. Uh, he is announcing that he's also joining uh, as uh, as a candidate for president of the United States for 2024. And President Trump, of course, had to troll Chris Christie in a hilarious way. Take a look at this special post on Instagram from President Trump. Look at this. And it was about our country and its future. <laughs> and I wondered what our choice was going to be. Were we going to be small or are we going to be big? <laughs> and it was about our country and its future. Chris Christie standing at an all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> holding, holding a disgustingly large plate of food. Chris Christie has always, always shown himself to just not in any way be ready to run for president of the United States. I don't know anybody who's a Chris Christie supporter. Uh, and President Trump, <laughs> President Trump is uh, truly, truly a master troll. What did he say? How many times did Chris Christie use the word small? Does he have a psychological problem with size? Actually, his speech was small and not very good. It rambled all over the place and nobody had a clue what he was talking about. Hard to watch, Boring, but that's what you get from a failed governor of New Jersey who left office with a 7% approval rating and then got run out of New Hampshire. This time, it won't be any different. Oh, my gosh. I love President Trump. I love his sense of humor. Uh, he's absolutely a class act. Uh, when he takes somebody down, it's uh, completely understandable. And uh, I, I'm, I'm right on board with this. You know, Chris Christie is just not the guy. Not the guy at all. Here's actual video. Of Chris Christie announcing his run for president. Smaller and smaller. And smaller in every way. Smaller and smaller in the way. Smaller and smaller is getting smaller. Being small. Small, 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 smaller and smaller. Smaller, smaller and smaller. Voldemort. Smaller, 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 smaller. Smaller, small, smaller. Smaller, small, smaller. Smaller, small. Small, smaller. Small, smaller, small. Small, small. So small. Small, small, small. 
We're going to be small, smaller. Oh, my gosh. How many times did he say small? Yeah, obviously, he's got something on his mind. And it's not BDE. I'll tell you what. Uh, Chris Christie, I think, uh, has a bit of a complex. (laughs) He's got a, you know, this is definitely something that the people who are running him are going to be suggesting. Hey, Chris, you know, we got to get you into shape. You know, you got to minimize the weight issue because, you know, as much as those people are are pushing, uh, you know, uh, body positivity and, and fat acceptance, you know, it's still something that people look at and think, well, gosh, you know, is this guy really up to the task? You know, is he going to be worrying about getting a McRib when, uh, you know, the other people running the government are, are worried about whether or not we're going to be going to a thermonuclear war? If he's got grease on his fingers, is he going to be able to uh, open that nuclear football? I don't know. But I just don't think Chris Christie's the dude. I don't think anybody out there is a legitimate contender for President Trump in 2024. President Trump is the only man. He's the only person out there. He's the only president in the modern era who came into Washington, D.C., did what he said he was going to do and was able to accomplish a spectacular amount of very positive things for the people of this nation in spite of all of the efforts they put in his way to try to stop him from doing it. He accomplished an incredible amount of things, and I am so excited to have him back in Washington, D.C., I know that this world is on fire right now. It is just insane. Everything that we're going through, all the things that we've got to see on a daily basis. But you got to stay strong and you got to keep forging ahead. And uh, you need to be the person that becomes that change in your home area. You need to be a lightning rod for change so that people around you will recognize how broken the system is and that all it takes is just a little bit of determination and we can really start to make a difference. Let's talk about PBS. Uh, They had a major glitch while they were supposed to be airing uh, a speech that Joe Biden was giving at the Air Force Academy, the commencement. Well, in the middle of that speech, they inexplicably cut to a scene of President Trump exposing mail-in ballot fraud. This is definitely not something that they were supposed to do. And uh, I th- it was a huge, huge red pill moment, if you ask me. This is actually Kate shared this. So hold on just a second. Let me get this pulled up. Oh, I need to make it larger. Uh, excuse me. I need to make the uh, the audio louder. Okay, there we go. Of the United States, President Joe Biden as our commencement speaker. What a profound honor for our academy and our graduates, Mr. President, to have you here today. We thank you and we welcome you to your... I think the ballot box is where... A person comes in, looks around, looks around, goes in, puts, and then I think one person stopped at 28 different sites, seven or eight votes each, uh, but they had hundreds of them and thousands of them. Uh, if we don't have free and just free, clear, fair election. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive 
active and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. And if we don't have strong borders, we don't have a country. I mean, think of those two things. We need elections. They have to be free. And they have to be... ...nominated chairman of the Joint... Uh, What an incredible coincidence to take place. Do you guys believe that PBS would, like, legitimately, logically, rationally have that queued up at that exact moment, President Trump exposing the massive mail-in ballot fraud that exists in the United States of America as... All liberals are who they're the only people who watch PBS are watching PBS uh, to see a commencement speech given by Joe Biden. That's either a God moment in play or that is a based and red pilled employee working at PBS who snuck that in there, knowing that the people who needed to see it would be the ones who did. And what an embarrassment for Joe Biden. Uh, yeah, somebody says somebody hacked PBS. Did they hack PBS? Is that even possible? Can you hack a broadcast television channel at this point uh, in our timeline? I mean, that would be incredible if you could. I tend to think it's just easier that somebody did it from inside PBS. Either way, I, I will get on board with it being a hack. All right, so we've talked quite a bit 
about uh, the crimes of the Biden family. And of course, uh, the investigations, uh, the attempts to pin crimes on Donald Trump continue to this very day because they will never rest. They will never rest until either they're taken out, they're removed from the equation, or President Trump is removed from the equation. But as long as President Trump remains standing, as long as he continues to fight for what is right, for what is just, for what is good, as long as we continue to demand our freedom and our liberty and fight alongside him, I don't think that they can be successful in their efforts. Now, the leaking that has been coming out of this special counsel investigation has been uh, an illegal stream of information that is uh, going out almost uh, especially to these left-wing media outlets, places like WAPO, New York Post, etc. Well, the latest leak says that Jack Smith has summoned witnesses uh, to testify uh, in this classified document leak investigation uh, in a grand jury down here in Florida. Now, I, I, who knows what direction they're going to take this? Uh, I, I know that there is a lot of conversation about whether or not Jack Smith is a patriot or whether Jack Smith is uh, a, a, a leftoid. Uh, you know, I don't know enough about Jack Smith, um, but I think that what people need to see is that the persecution of the one man who cares about this country and politics in the United States continues to be persecuted by the government, the same government that were persecuting him while he was in office, and the same government that continues to this day to try to destroy him. I think that people need to recognize that there's only one reason they would continue to look into this man, continue to investigate him. It's because he's a threat It's because he's a threat to everything they hold dear. President Trump, I heard it said the other day that President Trump is an existential threat to democracy, to the republic. No, he's an existential threat to the deep state. Those are the only people that have anything to fear about President Trump coming back. And as it stands right now, he is the Republican nominee for president of the United States for 2024. Now, There is some specific information that appears to have been leaked, but I actually think we found a refutation of it. So according to the Wall Street Journal and Bloomberg, Jack Smith, the special prosecutor in the documents investigation, is now pursuing possible indictments against staffers who were working at Mar-a-Lago. There's only one reason that he would do that, so that those people would then turn on President Trump so that they themselves could avoid many years in prison or felony charges. Uh, Bloomberg said that uh, the evidence collected from the grand jury in Florida may be used in the D.C. case against Trump. It wasn't immediately clear what the Florida activity means for the future direction of Jack Smith's work. Justice Department rules generally state that prosecutors can only present a case for indictment to a grand jury in the district where a particular offense took place. Although they can use evidence they've collected in front of panels sitting elsewhere. So it's possible, for instance, that Smith's office could pursue indictments against certain people in Florida and others in Washington. Now, Many people are saying that the indictments for President Trump are imminent. President Trump even hinted at that the other day. If that happens, it doesn't mean that President Trump is going to end up in prison. It doesn't mean that he's even going to be tried. I mean, there's a possibility could get thrown out before it even gets there. Uh, Obviously, there are elements of the United States government and the DOJ that are seeking to destroy him in any sense that they possibly can. Uh, And this, of course, is their last gasp 
effort. Uh, now, in the same way that Jack Smith is allegedly attempting to get Mar-a-Lago employees to testify against Donald Trump, perhaps having charges brought against them, there is now another leak that claims that Mark Meadows, who was President Trump's chief of staff for a time, has also testified in the grand jury investigations, and uh, they are seeking to flip him against President Trump. Now, there are, of course, no leaks coming out of the document investigation into Joe Biden, but the leaks against President Trump continue on and on. Uh, and what's funny is that no matter what leaks come out, President Trump keeps smelling like roses. He never appears to be phased. Thank you very much. Porpoiseful says, uh, thank you, Zach. I appreciate all your great work. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate you. All right. So. Um, we don't know what Mark Meadows was asked about. We we don't know if it was in regards to these specific documents. We don't know if it was in regards to something else. I mean, obviously, if they get Mark Meadows as chief of staff to President Trump in front of a grand jury, they're probably going to take their time and ask him as many uh, questions as they possibly can. Um, you know, if there was anybody who would have dirt on President Trump, of course, you would assume that it would be Mark Meadows. Now, the only thing is, I don't believe that President Trump did anything illegal the entire time he was in office. I think that their characterization of him is completely backwards and totally mismanaged. They have no idea who this man is. They have an idea of a caricature of him, but that's not actually him. Now, one of these inquiries is focused on President Trump's efforts to cling to power after losing the 2020 election. Of course, we know that that's not what happened. President Trump uh, allowed for a peaceful transition of power. He didn't do what they said he was going to do. You know, I mean, he, he walked off into the sunset and he basically left the nation in the hands of the American people and said, here you go. See what happens now. The attacks that took place on January 6th that were staged by the U.S. Capitol Police, and we've got new evidence on that as well, uh, and probably made worse by the uh, the efforts and decisions of Nancy Pelosi and the uh, liberal Metro D.C. police officers that were beating protesters there in uh, the Capitol on January 6th. Uh, this is, of course, one of the main arguments that people who want to take down President Trump uh, are, are pointing to. Uh, and, of course, there was the uh, the. Uh, the text messages between Trump and Meadows and other people in the administration, Peter Navarro, uh, also Steve Bannon. And they're trying to use all of those to say that President Trump was uh, planning to overthrow his own government so that he could uh, remain in power. We've also had uh, depositions and uh, questioning in front of these grand juries uh, by uh, roughly 20 members of President Trump's Secret Service detail. Uh, they were subpoenaed by the same corrupt Special Prosecutor Jack Smith, uh, and this investigation is also in regards to those documents down there at uh, at Mar-a-Lago. Um, there is probably going to be a number of other people who are brought forward. Now, the situation with Mark Meadows is kind of evolving. First, I learned that Mark Meadows had been subpoenaed, and then The Independent reported that uh, Mark Meadows has actually pled guilty to several lesser federal crimes in exchange for testimony or uh, under a limited grant of immunity. He is claiming that President Trump will be indicted as soon as tomorrow on obstruction and espionage act charges is obstruction obstruction of justice. Ooh, shoot. I just spilled my drink. <clears throat> yeah, I, you know, it's slave to him. I feel like it just it doesn't matter. It's like one of those things that people like 
argue about. It's like, who cares? Pence is gone, you know? His role, whatever it was, is over. He, he's not part of the government anymore. He's not going to be part of a new Trump administration. So I can take him or leave him. Okay, so let's see. Obstruction. Why can't I type? So obstruction of justice broadly refers to actions taken by individuals that illegally prevent or influence the outcome of of a government proceeding. So they're claiming, as they always have, that President Trump uh, officially obstructed the efforts to um, uh, validate the vote and secure the Electoral College information. And then, of course, the Espionage Act. Can you imagine how are they going to justify President Trump breaking the Espionage Act? I mean, he was the GD president of the United States of America. There is no way that they could use the Espionage Act against him. But of course, that doesn't mean that they won't try. The real scary thing about the Espionage Act is that uh, they could put someone to death if they are convicted of breaking it. Brad and I later tonight are going to be discussing some uh, people who were convicted of the Espionage Act on Altered State, which is at 9 p.m. Eastern. Thank you, honey. All right. So the Independent is reporting that these obstruction and Espionage Act charges are imminent and they should be coming tomorrow. Uh, and uh, they said that uh, Mr. Trump is going to be charged with violating a portion of the U.S. criminal code known as Section 793, with pr- which prohibits gathering, transmitting or losing any information respecting the national defense. Never mind the fact that President Trump declassified all of those documents before he left office. Now, the use of Section 793, which does not make reference to classified information, is understood to be a strategic decision by prosecutors that has been made to short-circuit Mr. Trump's ability to claim that he used his authority as president to declassify documents that he removed from the White House and then kept them at his Palm Beach property. Also, never minding the fact that Joe Biden and other people who were previously in government also took documents with them when they left the White House and then kept them in their private residences. We know Mike Pence. We know Joe Biden. Uh, There are many, many others. Uh, I wouldn't be uh, shocked if uh, Barack Obama, Michelle had taken things. Michelle wasn't even an uh, an employee of the federal government. She was the first lady, Uh, but she probably had access to all kinds of things. I, I always felt Michelle wore the pants in that relationship. Well, regardless of whatever or however they attempt to charge President Trump, the attorney for Mark Meadows has come forward to say that this is not true. Now, just because he says it's not true doesn't mean that it is not true. It is possible that Mark Meadows' attorney does not want this information to get out ahead of time before President Trump is actually indicted and uh, they parade him around in handcuffs. Uh, or it could be that it's all pure fantasy. I mean, the Independent is not exactly a uh, top-of-the-line online newspaper. I mean, they are a U.K gossip rag as far as i'm concerned so this report although a lot of people are talking about it i don't put a lot of weight in it certainly not yet but as i often say it's certainly something we ought to pay attention to Uh, and i think it's important to pay even closer attention to how president trump reacts to this stuff keep in mind that president trump 
has dealt with far more than uh, most people will in a lifetime, in, in just a few short years since he announced his entrance into politics, uh, into his efforts to become president and to uh, fix this failed and broken system that we find ourselves in, that we are fighting on a daily basis. So uh, I know that uh, it's a difficult thing to watch. You know, I, I, I'm, I can already feel it, like the idea of Seeing President Trump in handcuffs, uh, seeing him paraded around on television, that's going to make me very angry, very, very upset. It's going to be difficult not to want to, uh, to, to do something stupid. And I think that that's exactly what they want you to do. That's exactly how they want you to feel. They want you to see President Trump degraded and humiliated, and they want you to react to it. But this is where you have to not react to it. You have to keep that information and that emotion inside of yourself. You have to show a steely face and you have to charge forward and do things the right way. Just keep that in mind. Now, uh, we were very upset about Kevin McCarthy uh, basically handing over the entirety of the uh, this budget, this you know ridiculous debt deal to Joe Biden. He, he made no concessions. He, he didn't get anything done. All those IRS agents are still there. Uh, you know, by this point next year, some of us undoubtedly will have had IRS agents come to our homes. It's just the law. Of uh, of averages here, you know, I mean, there's just so many of us. Why wouldn't they use those uh, IRS agents to come after us? But the Republicans in Congress who understand how bad this deal was uh, are launching a rebellion against Kevin McCarthy. And I really, really am excited about what this means for Kevin McCarthy and his future leadership in the House of Representatives. Now, uh, Politico is actually the one who is reporting on this. Uh, of course, people who understand our position, who understand that the United States government cannot feasibly continue to spend more money than it takes in, who understand that the United States government cannot continue to send hundreds of millions of dollars to useless and fruitless wars in other continents, who understand that the United States government cannot continue to allow unrestricted illegal immigration across our southern border, who understand that the United States will collapse unless people like Kevin McCarthy and conservatives in Congress take action to make a change and force the hand of the current regime. As long as Kevin McCarthy doesn't want to make a deal, he won't. And he will just continue to get fat and happy, get paid, and go home to his girlfriend, Frank Luntz, every single night. You know, there there's a number of issues that are on the table that Kevin and the Republicans could have brought to Joe Biden in this uh, debt uh, uh, negotiation deal. Um but they chose not to for whatever reason. You know, he's going to call it a, a victory that they were able to cut $1.5 billion out of $80 billion in new IRS agents. That's absolutely nothing. It doesn't mean anything to me because those IRS agents are still going to be employed. It's still going to be a massive drain on the United States budget. It's still a ton more federal employees that we don't need tens of thousands of federal employees that are not needed. So now this revolt is taking place. Uh, there was uh, going to be legislation that uh, was uh, that the Biden regime was trying to push uh, to unleash this ban on gas stoves. They've talked about this 
in the past. And when it initially came out, it was reported as if it was conspiracy theory. No, the Democrats are not trying to take away your gas stove. No, the Democrats are not trying to ban natural gas. But it actually turns out that that's exactly what they're trying to do. So uh, beyond the fact that Kevin McCarthy and the rest of those uh, Republicans who voted for the passage of this debt deal uh, have surrendered to Joe Biden. There are a number of conservatives there in the House who are working to stop this agenda from continuing on. This uh, gun regulation banning pistol braces. Uh, this is currently before a number of courts throughout the United States. We've spoken about that on a number of places at a number of times. Uh, also, the issue of the gas stoves. And of course, we also have the issue of the Biden regime attempting to ban over half of all gas furnaces. I mean, <laughs> this goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of the show about how everything costs more. Anybody out there ever found the need to purchase a brand new furnace? I mean, that can cost tens of thousands of dollars. If you are among the Americans who are successfully told that you have to get rid of your gas furnace, otherwise you're going to be in violation of the law, and you don't have the money for a brand new furnace, well, you can bet they will finance it for you for what, 15, 20, 25% interest? You'll never pay it off. And then the people who uh, <laughs> you'll be just like everybody else that has a loan. I think that's the that's the desire at the end of the day. They want to make sure that you are a slave to the system. And the only way you can be a slave to the system is if you, like them, spend more money than you have and you spend it on things that you're being forced to spend it on. Now, the House Freedom Caucus uh, stopping the passage of this gas stove ban is a good thing. We had 11 members of the House Freedom Caucus uh, earlier yesterday uh, vote against that rule that would have allowed the House of Representatives to push back against this potential gas stove ban. So temporarily, they killed the legislation as payback for what Kevin McCarthy did with the debt ceiling deal. So the House was about to vote on the Gas Stove Protection and Freedom Act and the Save Our Gas Stoves Act, which would have prohibited the Consumer Product Safety Commission and the Department of Energy from banning those gas stoves. By blocking that bill, they have effectively opposed a procedural vote that would have allowed that lower chamber to move to a full vote on the legislation. So it is a minor setback, and you can bet that Kevin McCarthy and uh, others are going to work to get this taken care of. Um, But it may just turn out that the Freedom Caucus forces Kevin McCarthy's hand, and we're going to require some concessions from you, House Speaker, uh, because as it stands right now, nobody wants their gas stoves banned. Nobody wants their furnaces banned. But if Kevin McCarthy is responsible for the banning of those gas stoves and those furnaces, the American people are going to remember it. Uh, one of the House Freedom Caucus members said it was an issue dealing with a member who was being threatened, and it was an issue I've received numerous phone calls on, and he was told if he didn't vote a certain way last week that his bill wasn't going to get to the floor. Uh, and uh, obviously, this is how things are done in Washington, D.C., uh, removing Kevin McCarthy is something I have suggested on this show a number of times. Uh, it's good to know that the House Freedom Caucus is also discussing the possibility of removing Kevin McCarthy through the motion to vacate the chair. Um, but apparently they are backing down from that threat. Uh, I, I need, I need 
the people in Washington, D.C., who understand the plight we as the American people are in to stand up in the face of pure evil. And it doesn't matter to me that Kevin McCarthy was able to claw back $1.5 billion for 87,000 IRS agents. Uh, it really doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is, am I going to be able to pay my bills tomorrow? Am I going to be able to afford to live? Or am I going to have to start cutting back on something that I can't afford to cut back on? We are getting to the point where everything costs so much money, whether it's food or the products that we are required to purchase every month for our house, our electricity, our water, our insurance, whatever it might be. They are nickel and diming the American people to death. And they are nickel and diming us to death because of efforts such as this to ban gas stoves and ban our gas furnaces. So why are they now trying to ban gas furnaces? Well, it's the same reason they're trying to ban the gas stoves. It has to do with their radical left-wing climate agenda. Uh, They are hoping to finalize these new regulations that would severely restrict what furnaces you can buy in your home, uh, and uh, in the future, what purchases you are required to make. Undoubtedly, these new furnaces are going to be a lot more expensive than uh, your current furnace. So let's let's just do a little check. Uh, average cost of a gas furnace. This won't even be with installation. All right. So here's a really really generous one right here 700 to 3500 uh here's another one 1700 to 9700 that doesn't even include the installation of that furnace uh it depends on how large your house is it depends on how cold it gets it depends on how much heating you need to provide uh what if by getting this new furnace you are required to get new ductwork or you're required to get a new air handler there's another 3 to 5000 dollars right there these new gas furnaces and by the way if you have gas and that's how they push the heat to your house, I mean, that's where you're going to go. I mean, you're not going to be able to have a boiler installed. I suppose you might, but it's unlikely that you're going to be able to do that. Uh, Under these proposed regulations, the Department of Energy would require that furnaces achieve an annual fuel utilization efficiency of 95% by 2029. So that means manufacturers would no longer be allowed to sell furnaces that convert at least 95% of fuel into heat within six years. The current standard Uh, is 80%. So they are pushing it up another 15%. It's going to invalidate a lot of people's infrastructure. Uh, This is a really, really bad thing. And uh, it would uh, apparently, it would affect 40 to 60% of the markets that are, of the furnaces that are currently on the market right now. That That's a wide swath. That's a wide swath of product that we would no longer be able to use anymore. Yeah, no, Briggs is right. Coming from the just buy yourself an electric car crowd, not surprised. No, no, it it definitely should not be surprising. But I want you to be angry about it. And I want you to contact Congress. I need you to let them know that this is simply something that we cannot allow. Of course, we don't want our gas stoves burned. Cooking with natural gas is the best way you can possibly cook. If you're a chef, okay, if you cook food for your family, cooking with natural gas is way better. It's clean. It's efficient. Uh, it is not dangerous, as they've been tempting to uh, to convince people of. Um, but yes, these people 
They live in an ivory tower. They are not touched by the same types of expenses as we are. We need to make their lives miserable. We need to make them suffer for the choices they make that affect us and our families. It's simply not fair and it cannot be allowed. And, you know, I understand everybody's only got so much time in the world, but if you've got any extra time, spend it on introducing yourself to your representatives and to your senators and let them know what it's like living here in average, everyday, blue-collar America, what it's like to be under the thumb of a regime that has no concept of what you're going through or the amount of money that you have to spend on average, everyday things. How much of that uh, that increase in my insurance, I wonder how much of that is due to the, uh, the, the increase of efficiency for the furnaces they're going to have to purchase at GEICO headquarters, you know? I mean, like, I'm sure that that comes into it. I'm sure they're thinking about these things, you know, oh, the federal government government now says we have to spend this much more money on everything. So what are we going to do? We're just going to F over everybody in Florida. Uh, real quick, thank you to Just Duckies. Just Duckies, who said, I apologize for my remark about McCarthy last week, trying to see all. No, no, dude, you have nothing to apologize for. You have nothing to apologize for. Uh, I want everybody to know that on this show, I encourage and I am requesting a free exchange of ideas. And I am perfectly willing to consider all sides of an issue when it comes down to it. I still think there's a possibility that Kevin McCarthy may be doing something that he's directed to do. Um, but, you know, there is also the possibility that he's just completely brain dead and he doesn't care about the American people. And so, therefore, he's just making decisions. We are trusting him to be a selfish SOB. So, no, please, Just Duckies, do not apologize. You have nothing to apologize for. Uh, and then, uh, who cares, says, high five, Zach, and to RPGF, heat pumps suck in weather under 35 degrees. Yeah, yeah, and th- that's what they want everybody to use. They want you to use a heat pump. So, if you are uh, uh, installing a heat pump in some place that uh, is very, very cold, uh, then it's going to be harder and harder for you to heat your house, and you're probably going to have to buy electric space heaters. Uh, who cares, uh, also said, electric Electric stoves stink and do not cook as well. Can't even boil a pot of spaghetti water in under 45 minutes. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie and thank you for the other cookie. I appreciate you, brother. All right, continuing. Well, in the midst of all this craziness, a whole new set of Twitter files has been revealed. And it may be, once again, something that you're not particularly surprised by. However, I I feel that we should certainly examine and celebrate this release of information, because although we may be aware of the suppression of free speech at the hands of the federal government and agents of the FBI and a whole bunch of other federal agencies, there are still Americans out there who don't fully understand just how corrupt our government is. And when they see something like this coming from journalists on Twitter, uh, from someone that they may trust, perhaps more than a podcaster like myself, I have to look at it as a win. And uh, I think that uh, by celebrating these victories, uh, we can hopefully move closer to setting America free. So this latest installment of the Twitter files uh, reveals what is, of course, a disturbing and unsurprising development, which shows how the FBI can be weaponized by a foreign power. Think about that. At the same time that Joe Biden was captured 
by foreign agents of other countries that are adversaries to the United States and certainly don't have the best interests of the American people at heart. The FBI was also doing the bidding of foreign nations. Now, this shows that in early 2022, the FBI aided, quote, misinformation, which was censorship efforts against Twitter users, which included American and Canadian journalists. These are, again, members of the free press. It's an oxymoron at this point. There is no such thing as a free press. But what did they do? Well, uh, they were aiding a Ukrainian intelligence effort to censor social media users and to obtain their personal information. This is coming from leaked emails. So back in March of 2022, there was an FBI agent who sent Twitter a list of accounts on behalf of the Security Service of Ukraine. That's the SBU. Uh, that is their main intelligence agency. Now, the FBI agent wrote the accounts are suspected by the SBU in spreading fear and disinformation. And then in an attached memo, the SBU asked Twitter to remove the accounts and hand over their user data. A foreign nation that the United States is propping up at this moment. So it should be of no surprise that the FBI was working hand in glove with them. Uh, they, uh, the, the FBI working for the Ukrainian SBU, enabled targets extended to members of the media. This is not just average people that were posting about bio labs in Ukraine. This was actually members of that, quote, free press. Now, the list that the FBI provided to Twitter included the name of the individual who was revealing this Twitter file on Twitter. Uh, And in response to the FBI, Twitter agreed to review the accounts for inauthenticity, but raised concerns about the inclusion of those journalists and other American and Canadians. So the email came from FBI special agent Alexander Kobzanitz, maybe is that a Ukrainian name? He was the assistant legal attache at the U.S. Embassy in Kiev. He was working at the U.S. Embassy. That's the State Department. And remember that the CIA and the State Department work together. They are basically two sides of the same coin. So was Alexander actually a special FBI agent or was he like Peter Strzok, working for both the CIA and the FBI at the same time. Really, an employee of the CIA, but just with an FBI badge. So the efforts they were engaged in uh, was to stop Russian aggression on the information front. And they said, we kindly ask you to take urgent measures to block these Twitter accounts and provide us with user data specified during registration. Frightening stuff. Again, not surprising. And not only did the FBI ask for these accounts to get banned, they also had their phone number, uh, their date of birth and their email and Twitter sent it over to them. And then what did the FBI do? The FBI sent it right on to the SBU. Uh, this is this is a movie that we're living in here, guys. This is uh, just an insane, insane action taken by a rogue investigatory agency, an agency that is supposed to be looking into crimes committed in America. Instead, they are worried about, quote, disinformation that's being spread by journalists on Twitter. Uh, This one, I think, will likely hit home for a lot of even left-minded uh, idiots on Twitter because it could have been them. At any point, it could have been them. So do we have the actual list of who was on the FBI and the SBU's hit squad? Let's go ahead and take a look at Aaron Mate's 
Substack. Yes. Okay. So it looks like this perhaps maybe the actual documents themselves. Let me. All right. Here it is. Okay. Yeah. Let me, um, let me get this pulled up so we can look at it together, guys. And the document will be. There we go. We're going to push that right up to the top so we can see it. Why can't I see it? Well, I'm sorry. I don't know why it's not uh, displaying. Hold on. Let me try this a different way. There we go. Okay. So we have Zlata Natalia 70, Cash or No, Udaf Ka, Rostin Vu, Barludimla. So most of these look like they are names that are somehow related to Ukrainian or, or Russian stuff. Uh, current Imitev, Sledcom, BRDMX Ghosts, Freakazode, Andros Pafos, Donbass Style, DNR War, Wargon Zoo, AZ Urub, AZ, Lex, Les Luther, Russia Speaks, Donetsk, Starbroad. I don't see Aaron Mate's name on here, but we have many, many, many more names. I was interested to see if it was anyone that I knew that was on this list. How cool would that be to know that the FBI handed over your information to the Ukrainian Special Intelligence Unit? All right, so we've got 158 people who are on this list. It should come as no surprise that the FBI was working for a foreign intelligence agency. Uh, Jim Kyle says these scumbags need their just due. I think the MAGA community has had enough. Uh, I certainly hope that the MAGA community, but even more than the MAGA community, I hope that the American people have had enough because at the end of the day, this is not a left versus right issue. This is an authoritarianism issue. This is a rogue government using their power to subvert the will, the freedom, and the liberty of the American people. Whether or not you're a leftist or you are a conservative, your rights have been trampled on by this government. It's not just Joe Biden. It's not just Christopher Ray. It is the entirety of the federal government, the bloated and uh, thickening, postuous corpse of the United States government, uh, essentially floating on the waves of the global community, rotting in the sun and infecting everything that it comes in contact with. Did that say Tupac? I, I don't know if it said Tupac or not, but tell you what I'll do is I will. Um, oh, I will actually drop the link to Aaron's Substack, and you guys can check it out. Here you go. Okay. Um, 
Let's take a look here. The FBI is helping to censor people in a detached memo, block these Twitter accounts. The Ukrainian government's FBI-enabled list of accounts marked for censorship included members of the media. Right here is Aaron's name. He was number 140. And the FBI and Twitter agreed to review the accounts. Let's go ahead. Uh, Yoel Roth actually responded. Let's go ahead and take a look. Uh, He says, uh, hi, Alex. Thanks for the note and for the time last week. We'll review the reported accounts under our rules. In an initial look, they do appear to be a mix of individual accounts that may or may not be authentic. Some official Russian accounts, including state media accounts, which are already labeled under our policies, and even a few accounts of American and Canadian journalists, e.g. Aaron Mate. Our reviews are going to focus first and foremost on identifying any potential inauthenticity. In general, though, Authentic news outlets and reporters who cover the conflict with a pro-Russian stance are unlikely to be found in violation of our rules, absent other context that might establish some kind of covert, deceptive association between them and the government. Any additional information or context in those areas is, of course, welcome and appreciated. So if there's any other additional information you can give me to back up your assertion that these accounts are being run by the Russian government or in some way are specifically spreading disinformation about Ukraine, then you just let us know and we'll go ahead and consider it. As it is right now, the FBI is a disgusting shadow of its former self. They are not representing the interests of the American people. They are representing the interests of foreign intelligence agencies. They are a traitor to the United States of America, and they are traitors to the people of the United States of America. Here's another story that is designed to get your blood boiling. It turns out that while the FBI was blocking people on Twitter for the Ukrainian SBU, the DHS was looking to assign risk scores to American internet users. That's right, my friends, you and I Right-wing extremists, uh, people who care about God, guns, country, and family were ready to be assessed these risk scores. Now, these are, ironically, documents that have been revealed by Vice, I suppose, in the last days of their uh, website being online because they just recently had to file for bankruptcy. They're trying to do some real journalism. So back in 2018, this was under President Trump's administration, the DHS sought to develop a method for assigning risk scores to social media users in a program to identify disinformation efforts named Night Fury by the DHS. So they worked together with the University of Alabama to develop this Night Fury system, uh, which bears a striking resemblance to the Chinese social credit scores, which are, of course, assigned to citizens to measure their compliance with the regime. I will not submit. I will never stand down in the face of this tyranny. These people are disgusting. So they went on to learn more about the uh, customs and border protection efforts uh, to learn about the threats that were coming across the southern border. And it looks like they weren't even trying to look into this DHS Night Fury system. They just happened to uh, stumble across it as they were looking for other things. Uh, And according to those documents, the DHS shut the program down back in 2019. But does anybody really believe that they've actually shut this down? They probably just shut down this thing because somebody discovered it. They transferred the name to something else and they put it under a new heading in a new department. And they just are covertly working on this in the background. I fully expect 
the Biden regime, this illegitimate government to come up with something like this in the very near future. By the time the 2020 election rolled around, they already had a vast network of censors set up all over the nation. The irony is that even though the government was trying to do it themselves, they just went out and paid a bunch of private entities and uh, they took the advice of places like Media Matters and other uh, shill rags like the New York Times and the Washington Post when they decided who they were going to censor. They essentially killed free speech during the last election cycle. And very recently, they've gradually allowed some of it to come back. So it makes me believe that the government is going to be forced to bring back something like this in an official capacity, uh, especially as we get closer to the 2024 election. And uh, they start to realize that they simply can't put that genie back in the bottle. Right now, it's looking like uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. may be the Democrat nominee for president of the United States of America. Certainly, he has the most buzz around him. Uh, and I think that a lot of people who would otherwise feel they had to vote for Joe Biden are looking at RFK Jr. as a viable alternative. So my prayers are with him. God bless that man. I hope that he makes it to 2024 because I would not be surprised if they attempted to assassinate him to get rid of him. All right, we're going to end on this story today. This is a a disturbing story. It's about this pedophile ring that was discovered by Stanford University and UMass researchers on uh, Instagram. Apparently, Instagram was recommending pedophiles to be friends with each other. uh, And, of course, they used it as a covert method to connect and promote their pedophilic activities. Uh, It was a complete network that was designed to uh, uh, facilitate the purchasing of child abuse images and videos. Uh, this is not a fake news story. This is coming directly from Stanford and UMass. I think it's kind of shocking that they're out there reporting on it. Stanford obviously has connections to the CIA. University of Massachusetts is just another liberal public university. But researchers discovered that Instagram enables users to search for explicit hashtags. They, they don't ban these explicit hashtags. Things such as pedo whore, preteen sex. These two specific hashtags, you know exactly what they mean. And I would think anybody searching for them knows that it's going to bring you to something that contains an appropriate information from that hashtag. So in this instance, it specifically led these researchers to find child sex material on sale. I don't know about any of the specifics of it. I don't know if it was just children or children and adults, but anyway, it doesn't matter. These people are sick bastards and they need to get strung up by their necks in the town square. Uh, these accounts often claim to be operated by the children themselves, but obviously these kids are not out there selling pedophilic material that they themselves are producing. They're being, uh, they're being abused by adults. <clears throat> now, Rather than openly publishing all of this illicit content, the accounts provide a menu of available content, sometimes inviting buyers to commission specific acts. And then some of these menus even include prices for videos of children harming themselves and engaging in sexual acts with animals. Some of the most disgusting and reprehensible behavior that I can possibly imagine. Uh, They said that at the right price, children are available for in-person meetups. So the real question is, how is a a multi-million dollar pedophile industry 
allowed to exist on a platform like Instagram that is almost exclusively used by young people. Uh, Well, the only reason it would be allowed to exist is because the type of people who are engaging in this sick and disturbing behavior are probably employed at places like Instagram. They're probably employed at places uh, like the mainstream media. That's why I'm so shocked that these uh, university researchers are out there talking about it. You know, for all of the efforts they put in to stifle free speech. You want to search for something good about President Trump. You want to search for my account that was previously deleted on Instagram. You want to search for a clip from one of my videos. You're not going to be able to find any of that stuff. But you want to search for little kids engaging in sex with animals and cutting themselves. That's totally cool. They, they, they are just fine with that. So now what is Instagram and Facebook going to do about it? Uh, it remains to be seen. Uh, but right now, uh, this stuff is willfully available. You can find it on there. I can, I seriously suggest that you don't go looking for it. This is not a conspiracy theory. Uh, we've been saying for years that there is an organized pedophile ring that is abusing children and profiting from it. And it's at the highest levels of government, business, and technology. And this is proof positive. These people are being exposed. And that's the one good thing that we can take from this. If you or someone you know has been the victim of sexual abuse, I sincerely hope that you are a happy, healthy, and well-adjusted person today. I sincerely hope that you are able to protect yourself and protect your children, and that I, I hope that these people get exactly what they deserve, because this stuff has been out there for long enough. I... I well, it, I don't know. I'm at a loss for words. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, this stuff exists, but it exists in an area of the Internet that I don't frequent, that you don't frequent. You know, I mean, you, we're not confronted by it. You know, I had a conversation with somebody yesterday about the uh, subject of uh, child sexual abuse and how people are just they just don't want to talk about it. You know, it's like the worst thing you can imagine. Uh, you don't want to be confronted by that type of evil. But let me tell you, it exists and it is out there in full force. And people are engaging in this on a daily basis. There is an economy of scale that is built around the abuse of children. The most horrible things you can possibly imagine are happening to people right now as we speak, as we do this show. So. Uh, on that note, I think that uh, I, I should confirm for you guys that I am almost done scheduling Sheriff Grady Judd from Polk County down here in Florida, uh, one of the only lawmen in America that is actively pursuing pedophiles in order to stem the flow of child sexual abuse that is taking place down here in Florida. It's not uh, a problem that exists in a bubble down here in Florida. It's all over these United States. It's in every city and county, I would imagine, all over this country. It just happens to be that Grady Judd is the one person who cares about these kids enough to send out time, resources, and officers to stop these pedophiles dead in their tracks. I hope every single one of them meets a grisly and horrible end. Uh, Let me finish with these uh, super chats over here on the foxhole. Uh, electric stove stink. That's right. Sean Joe, thank you for those two cookies. Gonzo rules. Thank you for that cookie. Uh, Just Duckies said, you think that after Pizzagate, they would 
changed their terminology. Judgment soon to follow. Yeah, everything that we said about Pizzagate was true, you know, and yes, they never changed a thing. They just got us shut down. They got our accounts shut down. They got us censored. They got us banned. Uh, They got us shut down and it allowed them to continue on and keep doing it. All right. Uh, and Sean Joe, thank you very much for that cookie as well. All right. Um, I don't think I have any more super chats anywhere else. Um, oh, it looks like, uh, Harold on Cash App. Okay. Send it to real red pill girlfriend. Thank you very much, Harold. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you for letting me know, honey. And, uh, let me see if, uh, there is no buy me a coffee anymore, but there is, uh, Kofi. Kofi is uh, co-fi.com forward slash redpill78. Let me just check over there and see if there's anything. I don't get notifications for that. So it's not quite the same thing. Uh, No, nothing over there as well. All right, you guys, I'll be back tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, over there on Baseless Conspiracies, excuse me, on Altered State on Badlands Media. Thank you for being here. Good luck. God bless. We'll see you tonight.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.